Welcome to The Stuff, the podcast where you and I literally talk about what else? Stuff. This is your Comedic Escapades podcast show, and I'm your host, Ian Walker. Now, let's go talk about some stuff. So I wanted to go ahead and get this started right away. Um, There's a lot to talk about today on this episode of The Stuff. We're going to knock out right away going to the first segment here talking about doctor who um dude great news uh regarding doctor who um we're gonna get our first female doctor um jody whitaker has been chosen to be the 13th doctor although in my eyes it's 14th but we're not going to get into that discussion um and so she's been chosen to be the next doctor on next year's doctor who we're going to see her for the first time on the christmas special and i'm super excited to see how that's gonna go um on there you know last time we left doctor who he said he wasn't going to um ever uh transform again or uh, change and then he got a visit from the first doctor (laughs) telling him that pretty much he was stupid so (laughs) Oh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Christmas special to see what he's going to say to our current doctor to get him to understand that this is just how things are. Um, I'm very excited about uh, Miss Whitaker. I went back and personally took a look at some of her acting chops because I never heard of her before. Um, and so I went back and looked at some of her acting skills uh, and what she could possibly bring to the role. There's nothing that suggests what type of doctor that she's going to be. Um, Although, like I said, I'm very excited to see she is a very talented actress. Um, She actually did some work with a former doctor, uh, Mr. Eggleston, who was a doctor before. So she's worked with him on Broadway. So she's had some kind of connection with the doctors before, which is pretty neat. And well, I don't know if you call that Broadway over in Britain. I don't know if they call it something different. If, If there is a different name, can somebody let me know, please? I'd like to know because I don't want to keep calling it Broadway and it's not Broadway in Britain. It has to be a different name. Anyways, uh, I want to, I mean, I saw that there in her acting chops. It was great. She had this monologue that she did with Mr. Eccleston and I was very, very impressed. Um, I, like I said, I'm curious to see what she's going to bring to the role as the new doctor. Um, the only only beef I have is that, you know, having a female doctor is so huge. I really think BBC dropped the ball in revealing that we were going to get a female doctor. We knew that there was some speculation. We knew it was going to happen over time. But I really feel like this was something that they could have kept under wraps. Uh, and, and kind of in the same way they did with Missy when she was revealed to be the master. They kind of just slipped her in there and we didn't know. And it was a huge reveal. Everybody ended up loving it. What ends up happening when you reveal something like that over the internet very early is you get all the little trolls that like to put in their two cents that don't know what they're talking about that say, oh, Doctor Who was so good, but now I'm going to stop watching it. Who we all know in reality are going to watch the show. But, you know, they just like to sit, you know, in their armchairs and, you know, just talk a bunch of crap without really knowing what they're talking about. I really think this one should have been revealed during the Christmas special. Um, I think it would have had a greater impact. And at that point, it would have just been, you know what? 
this is it. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to move in with. And, you know, like it or not. Um, and I think the, the curiosity would have been much. And I think the transition would have been a lot smoother. And it would have been a welcome, welcome thing. It would have been a huge, huge thing for uh, Doctor Who. I think if they would have just waited until the Christmas special. That's my personal opinion. Let me know what you guys think. So Thor Ragnarok just saw the trailer for the new Thor Ragnarok movie that's going to be coming out later on this year uh, from San Diego Comic-Con. Looks incredible. I really think that the writers at Marvel came in to the, the writer's room and on the whiteboard they wrote out the in big giant words, space opera. Because Thor Ragnarok to me looks like a big giant space opera and it is awesome it's probably one of the coolest things i've seen since flash gordon uh in the 80s when that came out i was really waiting when i was looking at the trailer i was really waiting for queen to pop up on the screen or not pop up on the screen but start their music and you know them just all of a sudden have a brand new soundtrack yes freddie mercury is dead or eddie mercury is dead but you know still they would have came out with something out of nowhere you know, like a new Tupac song, even though he's supposed to be dead too. You know what I'm saying? The movie looks incredible. I I appreciate that they showed us so much more. In the in the first trailer, you know, don't get me wrong, was also great too. But it didn't I didn't get the feeling of space opera until I saw the new trailer that just came out uh, at San Diego Comic Con. I mean, it's full of excitement, fun, action. I mean, this movie is going to be a blast, and this is just me. I'm going to go ahead and try to call it right now, okay? Today's what? July 25th, 2017. E&D Walker on the stuff is going to call Thor Ragnarok not only the best Thor film that Marvel will put out, but I'm going to go out on a limb and even say that this Thor Ragnarok is going to be even better then Guardians of the Galaxy and all, uh, both Guardians of the Galaxy movies and better than the other Marvel films, okay? Because this film's going to have something that's going to appeal to everybody. I mean, it's got everything. If you just look in the trailer, Hulk is talking too. Um, I don't know about you guys. I really enjoyed Ed Norton as the Hulk, okay? Ed Norton did a great job as the Hulk. But the new guy as the Hulk, um, oh my gosh, his name is escaping me now. Oh my goodness, I feel terrible now. And and you know, it's on, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh my gosh, his name. Ah, it's going to come to me while I'm talking. The new dude who's playing the Hulk is the perfect Hulk. He's like an amazing throwback to Bill Bixby's original Hulk. He's like that modern version of him. And he's so great he's doing so well and now hearing him also is bruce banner and then he's voicing the hulk as well you know that whole little quip about fire you know how they're both firing rage you know and he says that <laughs> thor is a smoldering fire and he's a raging fire <laughs> i started dying laughing when i heard that that was so good um and so what that part did for me was i can't wait to hear the dialogue in the film too we noticed 
Thor's got some comedy chops. You don't hear too many comedy chops, at least that I know of in the Thor comic books that I've read. You know, I, I, I've never known Thor to be one for the comedic chops. But uh, in this Marvel Universe, in the extended movie universe, they're definitely making Thor a funny dude. And, uh, you know, the constant battle between him and Hulk and who's a better fighter and who always wins, who doesn't win. You know, that's... That's a uh, that's an awesome play, which is going to make the movie awesome when they're fighting together, just going around wrecking stuff. So I personally am really waiting. I can't wait for Thor Ragnarok to come out. I think it's going to be an amazing film. It's going to be a fun film. And like I said, it's probably, in my opinion, going to be one of Marvel's best films to date. Um, since the surprise of Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Um I'm I'm really excited. I can't wait. I will be spending my money on this movie uh, when I get it, and uh, it, it's going to be a fun ride. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so another thing, another uh, San Diego Comic Con trailer that we saw is that I'm really looking forward to because I'm a DC fanboy, and I love Mar uh, and I love DC. And I talked about last week. I talked about Wonder Woman. And I talked a little bit about The Flash in last week's show. We got a huge trailer for the Justice League. Now, Justice League is going to be incredible, again, based on this trailer. And, you know, the camaraderie, the... I, I, you know, it's nice to see a team film where they don't like each other. At first, you know, and then they're forced to come together. You know, and all this sort of stuff, and they're reluctantly working together, whatever the case is. Bruce and Diana go out, find Aquaman, find the Flash, find Cyborg, get them together and say, look, Steppenwolf is here, people, and we need to save the world before Darkseid decides to plant his face here. You know, um, they have not revealed Darkseid, which I think is great, and is going to be... Um, epic if they do reveal him in the movie because Steppenwolf is uh, Darkseid's lackey, one of Darkseid's lackeys, and uh, I'm waiting to see what that's going to be like uh, in the film. Now going down the line of each of the characters, uh, Batman of course looks incredible, is amazing. Uh, he's got some comedic timing that I think is pretty funny too um, because we all know, he, he mentions in the trailer that his superpowers being rich, right? Which we all know is definitely the case because, you know, without all that money, you know, he wouldn't be able to do what he does as Batman, right? Um, <laughs> uh, another one, uh, but, you know, again, I always compare this Ben Affleck Batman to the animated series. He looks a lot like the Bruce Wayne there. I think, you know, when they cast it, they, I think they went on that model and that model works wonderfully. And, of course, as always, he looks great. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, I mean, there's nothing else to say. I mean, she's just so incredible, not only to look at, but just as an actress, how she's doing the role. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just great. I mean, there's nothing more I can say about her, really, um, except that I just love her. And uh, she's incredible. Uh, Cyborg. I was very impressed with Cyborg. We got to see a little bit more of him on this one. I like. I appreciate the fact that he actually looks like a cyborg. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's very metallic up. 
I mean, he is straight up cyborg robot man. Um, he doesn't look like somebody that has robot or, you know, metal pieces attached to a man's body. And I like that, actually. Um, it, it really brings out the fact and shows the fact that this is a, a, a cyborg and it's not just some kind of suit that he has on. You know, this is who he is. This is his being. So I I am actually very impressed with how Cyborg looks. Again, there's not too much as far as acting is concerned that we've seen so far. So I am kind of curious uh, in that regard. I mean, it seems like he does okay with the few lines that I've seen. But again, we haven't been able to see too much um, uh, in that regard. But I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. Um... Again, two, we're going to, uh, heading over to the flash. It's night. You know, what's nice to see. It's nice to see a comedic, uh, Barry Allen, um, a funny Barry Allen. You know, he's got his, his troubles and his pain. You know, his dad is in prison in this version as well, just like on the CW version. Um, he's got his troubles, but you know, you could tell he's a trouble guy because he covers it up with humor and, and and also the fact that he's he needs a purpose and him joining the Justice League and being a part of that team helps him with that. Um, but I love how they've used him to bring the comedic timing uh, in the film. Barry Allen or The Flash, uh, I, I messed up last week and called him Ezra Smith. The guy's name is Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller is going to do, I'm predicting right now, he's going to do an amazing job as The Flash. Um and my favorite scene is when they're on top of the on top of the uh, Gotham Police Department. Everybody does that whole vanishing thing, and Flash is the only one standing there. It's like, oh, they really do disappear. That's rude. And then all of a sudden, he just like literally in the blink of an eye is gone. Again, his powers are so awesome the way they're displaying it. It, I mean. You know, my best friend and I were having a conversation some time back about the Flash and the use of his powers and how that looks and how that's portrayed on the screen. And you know what? Zack Snyder nailed it with the Flash on this one, on how we, as people, are supposed to see the Flash. Technically, we're not supposed to see him at all. You know, he's supposed to be gone in a blink of an eye. We're not supposed to see after images like we do on the TV show. We're not supposed to see those things. And I think in this movie, they really make it a point to say... This is what the Flash is supposed to look like. This is how his powers are supposed to be displayed. This is who he is. The more power he emits, the more that blue energy you see, the less power he emits, the less of it you see, but you still see just the power and the energy emitting from him. And it is wonderful. Now, I'm not bagging the CW version of the Flash. Again, it's one of my favorite superhero comic book shows on television. It's my ultimate favorite. Okay, but they are inconsistent with the powers and there are certain things that just don't mesh well with the Flash. And now seeing this version of the Flash on the big screen, it really matches up more to the comic books and what we're or, or to real life, a real life interpretation of what the Flash really is. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Aquaman. They've really gone out of their way to make sure that Aquaman is is an awesome dude. Um, Jason Momoa is awesome too, period. I mean, the guy's just, an ep he, he looks epic and they make sure that in this movie, he just wasn't no dude with like telepathic rings calling dolphins and, 
and uh and algae and little and little fish you know uh that was cool and so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing more i like the banter between him and batman uh and how and that what their relationship is so everything everything there is is cool again we don't see too much of aquaman and i look forward to seeing more of that and uh, we saw a little bit of mara in the trailer as well his wife so I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to seeing it, uh, Atlantis because that's a whole nother world that we're going to be introduced to with Aquaman. So I'm curious to see how the cinematic universe portrays that kingdom and how that looks uh, in the midst of the real world that that these superheroes live in. So there's a lot to look forward to in this film. I am looking forward to seeing Superman once again. You know, you can't have a Justice League movie without Superman, of course. And they are really, really working to keep Superman under wraps. We have seen nothing. We may have seen, and I'm going to put the trailer in the show notes on the website below. You see like a teensy glimpse of red uh, in the trailer when Alfred is talking to Clark. Um, and, and, you know, and, and based on what Alfred's saying, you know, you can only assume that it is Superman. And I'm just, I'm just really, mm, I really, I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just holding my breath. I'm holding my breath. I don't want to assume anything because Superman is my favorite superhero. I just don't want to, I'm not going to assume anything. I'm just going to close my eyes. I'm going to treat the appearance of Superman in this film like I did of Man of Steel. I didn't look at anything regarding the Man of Steel movie at all when that movie was was coming out because I didn't want to be disappointed or anything. So I'm kind of going to go the same route here so that in case something bad happens, I'm not going to be disappointed. All right. So tell me what you guys think of these trailers so far. Let me know what you guys think of, of, of the Justice League trailer. Tell me what you guys think of uh, the Thor Ragnarok trailer, what you guys think is going to happen. What are your views and comments? Leave them below. In, on the YouTube page or leave them leave them below on SoundCloud. You can also shoot me an email at the stuff podcast show at gmail.com and uh, let me know what you think guys. Um, I'm really curious to see uh, are you guys gonna go see the movies? Are you guys gonna check them out? Are you guys excited uh, about the movies as I am because I, I know I am you know there a, a lot of money is about to be spent towards the end of this year. I already know. You know, you're going to set up the budget right now because now you got to have a budget to go see movies, unfortunately. But, you know, so this is going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. So um, I'm very excited. L leave me your thoughts, guys. Let me know what you think. Um, tell me what you feel. Tell me what you want. Okay. All right. So with our final segment here, we're going to get into uh, the second part of our show here. One of the things I said we we're going to talk about was fears and phobias. This was a suggestion, a show idea um, made by my good friend Veronica, uh, who I believe listens to the show. She gave me some great ideas. And this was one that I thought was a really, really good topic. And this is one that I think I will revisit again, only because I, uh, I didn't get a chance to get enough of you guys' comments um, regarding your fears, you know, and things. And I know this can be kind of personal sometimes. Um, 
personal fears and phobias, mostly, mostly on phobias. Um, I did get a, I did get one from one, uh, person over on Snapchat that told me about their fears and I'll go into that in a second, but my fears, I want to start off talking about my fears and, and phobias. I have this, uh, so again, it's story time. Okay. So I'm gonna start off with a story. So when I was a kid, I used to live in, in a small uh, city suburb called Seaside in California. And we were sitting in the living room and there was this, and all of a sudden the door was open because I think it was like a summer night or something like that. And I looked outside and, you know, we have raccoons that come around every once in a while and they would feed, you know, feed them, try to get into the trash and all that stuff. And, and what I would do is I would go outside I would get the broom and just kind of like, you know, make a lot of noise and wave around and, hey, get out of the tree or get out of the trash, whatever. And they they'd scurry off and they run away. Okay. So one night on a summer night, we're sitting, we're sitting in the living room, the door's wide open. And, you know, I'm, I glance outside and my dad's looking. He's like, hey, go get that raccoon from out there, you know, from, from outside. You're going out in the trash. I said, okay, yes, sir. I'll go out there and do it. I, so I'm walking outside and I see this these beady eyes looking back at me right and i'm looking and it's still really dark outside i'm thinking okay maybe well that looks like a raccoon right so i grab the broom and I, and as i'm approaching the door now usually when i approach the door the raccoon sees you it's like oh my god and it runs right it runs right off and you just scurries away right because it's now used to me kind of coming out i think it was the same raccoon that was coming out there but it saw me coming usually to run off not this one this one stayed staring dead at me Right. And I'm like, this dude here ain't going to move. So I open the door and I actually step outside. And then all of a sudden when I go outside, actually, then it starts moving. But as it moves, I see this thick, nasty, like tail thing whip around. And this white body, this white furry body. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I look in this and it's still and it whips around and it looks back at me. And it's a possum. Oh my gosh. It was it was like this pink face, little all oh, pointy nosed, white body fur, and this disgusting thick pink tail that just went down to a sharp point at the end. And it scurried underneath my dad's uh I think it was like a 70, 72 Nova or something like that that he had. And it scurried under there. I I ran back in the house so fast. Oh my god. That was like, oh my goodness. And so now Every time I see a possum, let me tell you something. I see a possum out on the street or anywhere, I'm running. I'm going the other direction. I'm with my girlfriend, whatever. I see a possum. Sorry, baby. You get left. I'll come back and get you when I know it's gone. I apologize. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I am so scared of possums. That that moment there freaked me out. I think it's because, you know, it was just so bold and looking at me in the face. You know, and it just wouldn't move. And the thing just looks so nasty. They, they're big, giant rats. Okay, they're big, giant, nasty rats. Okay. And, you know, I don't mind small ones, you know. But, you know, they remind me of R.O.U.S.'s. I think that's what R.O.U.S.'s are, really. Rodents of unusual size in the movie Princess Bride. They're big, giant possums. Okay. That's exactly what they are. And they scare the crap out of me. Okay. That's, that's one of my personal biggest fear, my biggest phobias I have is of spiders. I do not, I mean, not spiders, of possums. I do not like them. 
they scare the crap out of me and they're no bueno. Okay. I used to have a fear of needles. Every once in a while, I'll still um, have a fear of needles. My dad's afraid of needles. I think that's a fear of most people, honestly. Um, needles. I mean, they're, they're big, giant, long things that they just say, hey, we're just going to put this metal rod inside of your arm. And uh, while we're in there, we're just going to draw out some blood. You know, it's no big thing. No big deal. You know, that's what we're going to do. This foreign object piercing your skin. Um, and uh, that's how that's going to be. And they give you the longest needle, too. And I swear, sometimes I think maybe it's just because of the product of our fear sometimes. But we swear, you know, the roundness of it's the size of a pencil, you know, because that's what we see. Right. But anyways, those are my personal phobias. Again, I have other personal fears as well. I'm not going to get too against a little private. And like I said, when I revisit this subject again, I'm going to ask mostly for phobias, fears and phobias. Um. Uh, we'll go into that. What are some of your fears and phobias? I would love to get to know what those are for you guys. Um, so leave the comments below again in the SoundCloud or in the YouTube page, um, or shoot me an email, the stuff podcast at gmail.com. Um, I also put up, you know, ask these questions on my Snapchat as well. I will leave my Snapchat code, um, uh, on the show in the show notes, um, as well. So that when I bring this up, you guys can follow me on Snapchat. So then when I bring this up, um, bring these questions up, you guys can answer and contribute. I think that might be the easiest way because a lot of people don't seem to like to leave comments or anything unless there's something that really moves them to do so. And I seem to get more response uh, doing it that way than I do asking for, you know, a comment or whatever. Um, it's quick, it's easy, everybody's on Snapchat, so I think it just works out better that way. So, I'm going to leave my Snapchat code at the bottom of the screen, uh, in the show notes this week. So you can just copy that, join me on Snapchat, and then when I get more, uh, when I ask these questions, you guys can just answer them right away. I'll take them down, get them ready for the show, and bring them up during audience participation. And, speaking of audience participation, uh, again, going to segue this subject into audience participation. I did get one person, Miss Tay Daniels, my Taylor, um, my girl, my home skillet. She submitted one of her biggest phobias to me. She was talking about clowns and spiders. Again, a common uh, fear and an understandable fear, justified fear. Uh, clowns and spiders. I, I like spiders. Spiders actually help things. People don't know that. People, spiders actually clean your house insect-wise. You know, they, they trap everything. Spiders are friends. Unless it's a tarantula. That's a poison. This is going to kill you. You know what? Another thing, I don't know if a lot of people know this. You know the harmless daddy long-legged spider in the house? Here, here's something to supplement your fears, right? For all you guys who are afraid of spiders. The daddy long-legged spider hangs out in your house. sitting there chilling, right? Did you know? That their venom is 10 times deadly than a tarantula. I read that once somewhere and it freaked me out, but was also hilarious. The problem is, though, the reason why it doesn't kill anybody is because their fangs aren't sharp enough to pierce our skin. So they can't hurt us. You know, talk about a practical joke, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, what? Yeah, deadly spiders. But... Calm down, spiders are our friends. Now, clowns, yes, I understand. Clowns are terrible. They're the devil. They're wrong. Um, clowns aren't cool. And there's just nothing else more to say about that. Clowns are just not awesome. 
Um, the only, uh, no, there's no cool clowns. There's no such thing as a cool clown. Every major bad guy, every horror movie is what? A clown. The Joker and Batman, his greatest enemy is what? A clown. You know, there's nothing good that comes out of clowns. There really isn't. Um, Ronald McDonald, they say, oh, Ronald McDonald's a good clown. No, not really. He makes your children fat. You know, he's the problem for obesity, you know, in the world. That's, he's not a good clown either. Okay. So just, there's just nothing good to say about clowns. So Taylor, yes, I agree with you hundred percent. Clowns and spiders are no bueno. Okay. They're not cool. They're not good. They're not awesome. Okay. So anyways, I'm going to, I want to, I want to say, I appreciate everyone uh, for Taylor. Thank you for giving me, suggest, giving me your phobia, submitting that to me for the show. And I will be revisiting this subject again, um, because I really want to make a, I actually want to make an audience participation section about our segment about different phobias. Cause I'm very interested to hear and see what people are afraid of out there. You know, we got the common things, heights and snakes and all those different things. But I want to see, I want to, I really want to know what else you guys, you know, are afraid of out there. So I will come back to this later on in the future. Submit your answers to me again. I'll post my Snapchat down in the show notes. Um, post a comment on the YouTube page. Post a comment on SoundCloud or shoot me an email at the stuff podcast show at gmail.com. With that being said, I will be back next week with a whole nother show with a lot more stuff to talk about and until then people thank you so much for joining and listening to me today taking the time out of your day with for a little escapism and i will talk to you next week deuces